0: Oh Number two, no. I've had like zero time. Um, I can't get in before the morning shifts. Well, I mean, I I maybe can, but it would just be like an hour workout and I'd have to wake up at like 3.30 to get into the gym in time. Mm -hmm. And like between shifts, um, I could, but that's enough time to eat, shower, and either hang out with my friends for a little bit, hang out with my mom for a little bit, or nap. All of which sound better than going to the gym. So, Especially when you're tired from work. Oh, yeah. And then you have to go back in a few hours. Uh, so, no, actually, I, I, I've i been going a little more just recently because I've, I've had a little more time to work with. But, like, the past two, three weeks, I've been really bad with it.
1: I mean, it makes sense. Can you explain your
0: uh, your insane-as-hell work schedule, please? It changes every week. But, um, so yeah, I'm doing that internship that I was talking about before. So I'm working at a hotel and it's been going really well. Like I, I enjoy it. It, um, uh, do I though? Uh, like I, I work a lot because I'm doing a bit of everything. I'm being cross-trained. So I'm doing mainly kitchen and front desk. And then I think towards the end, I'll job shadow a little bit in like engineering or like maintenance is what they call it. And then housekeeping as well. But during all the other ones – I guess I'll turn mine off too. During all the other ones, during maintenance and housekeeping and front desk, it seems like you just have like one really long shift. So it can be anywhere during the day, but it's going to be your seven, eight, nine-hour workday like normal. Mm -hmm. But if you're in the kitchen, we only have – we have like a breakfast – we have a free breakfast buffet and a free dinner buffet. Um, And you're only in there for a few hours at a time, so you have to work a double shift, which means – Normally, like, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m., then you go home, and you never get out exactly on time, like, when your schedule says. Um, so you get home, uh, you know, it's like eleven thirty, eleven forty, and then you have until... For me, it's 3.30 is when I have to leave. So you have, like, a few hours before you have to go back to work again and then work 4 to 8, Ugh. or more realistically, 8.30 or 9 um, for dinner. So you get, like... You get your nine hour work day. So you get your hours in, but it takes you 13, 14 hours to do. Um, so that, I mean, that kind of sucks, but it's, it's good money and you know, it's good experience and I'm kind of in a way through academics, legally bound to do it. So I have no choice. Um, you know, it's whatever.
1: Okay. I, I have a, many many questions because what's up i mean we uh, for context we haven't talked since i mean we've texted a little bit but we haven't really talked since the last episode so i feel like it's been like three weeks i don't know if it actually has but it's been a long time
0: um it's been a while whenever e3 ended that was our last one oh man yeah it's yeah.
1: like two and a half weeks three weeks hmm damn well okay first of all what do you do in your kitchen shifts like are you cooking or what you're just yeah, so
0: we're, we're prepping food, we are cooking food, like, serving it out and sure the, making sure, like, the buffet is filled up and everything's good to go. And right. then, this is, like, my main shtick, because I really like talking with the guests and everything. Um, we go out to, like, the dining area, wipe down tables, you know, chat with guests, see if they need anything, if we can get them, like, a drink or a refill, napkins, whatever. Take plates for them, you know, and... um. You know, if there's like a big mess or you know, spill, we can sweep and mop. So it's kind of just like everything that has to do with food from like taking it out of the box and prepping it all the way to like making sure that the customer or not the customer, the guest is like out there having a good time. Like that's all the kitchen staff. Hmm. Um, and uh, managers jump in and help, you know, when they can because they just kind of float around, make sure everything's going okay. Yeah. But for the most part, that's kitchen. Um, it's pretty much every. Every step of the way when it comes to the food stuff.
1: Interesting. So yeah. you're doing a, a pretty big variety of things.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with... Yeah, just in, like, the kitchen shifts alone, you know, it's a good, it's a good variety of stuff, right? You know, it's planning and organizing. It's co- actually cooking and, um, you know, guest interactions and customer service. And then, you know, you have your cleanup and breakdown, you know, every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like... I mean, at least you're not getting
0: bored. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, there are good days, and there are definitely bad days, but there's never a boring day, ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's That's how... A lot of things have happened that are just like, oh, okay. wow, well, that's, you know... It's that. If I wasn't working here, you know, like, that situation, like, I would have never have experienced something like that, you know, so... Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's like being an RA. <laughs> So far, thankfully, no one has smeared poo anywhere. That's <laughs> good. It's so good. you still have me beat on that one.
1: <laughs> okay, do you, do you want that to be the topic? I want to hear about all your crazy
0: hotel stories. Um. I mean, like, we can definitely talk about them. I don't know if I have enough to really last the episode, okay. but we can go into some. All right, well, um,
1: real quick, I just want to say that's connecting to my life, uh, the... I feel like my job has been getting a little bit more like that recently. Like I think it's it's because they're scheduling people differently at Target now, like it's less people and kind of more sporadically. So I've been but also I I also think it's the fact that they realize that I've been there for a while and I know what I'm doing. So recently like they've been sending me all over the place like I learned how to assemble bikes so i do that now um (laughs) i mean learned is a strong word i've i'm still trying to figure that out really right um i uh they'll like have me on cashier shifts and then i'll be on the sales floor and then building bikes and then one time i literally like i came in for cashiering did that for like 20 minutes and they were like hey go to the sales floor I did that, then I covered someone's break in electronics, then they had me collect carts. It's a, uh, it's it's much more it's much less boring nowadays, but it's definitely much more exhausting than it used to be.
0: Right. Because you're you're constantly doing something, so it takes it out of you, but like because you're constantly doing something, you're like time passes by faster, yeah. you don't find yourself with like those lulls where you're like, What the hell do I do now? hmm Yeah. And that's um that's that's interesting that you say that because that's something that I've like definitely noticed and I've talked to people as well like because they've asked me not because not many people have done both you know, um it's just if you're an intern you get cross trained and sometimes you start out in kitchen and move to front desk but not everyone has done both types yeah. of work so they've asked me like which one I like better and like the kitchen is the kitchen work is much more exhausting because like you, like you said you're moving around you're doing everything at once whatever but like mm-hmm. it goes by so much faster. Um, the front desk stuff is like really chill at times and really stressful at times because you're like, yeah. you're that first interaction when someone comes and checks in at the hotel. So you kind of like set the tone for their stay. And mm. like, I'm still learning everything and our system is kind of complicated and really, really old. <laughs> so it's not the most user friendly. So like for me, it's kind of stressful, but then there are times where like, you will have- 20 30 minutes where like no one comes in and you're done with all your paperwork and everything so you're just sitting there so it's you know it's much more chill but time just crawls by yeah
1: but yeah i the best thing for me is building bikes because literally (laughs) i I can just
0: imagine you just like popping on the white basket and pushing (laughs) in the little flower pins and throwing the tassels on or like putting like a flame decal you gotta like like a mongoose (laughs) <laughs> that thing out most
1: of it is just adjusting the brakes and like the gears and shit mm-hmm. which has proven to be very difficult on some of the bikes and i literally had to like call one of the other dudes who does it and ask him josh we talked about it before i had to i had to call him and be like how how do i do this and i think he'd just woken up and i like called him <laughs> on facebook and was like how does this work but um yeah it's it's a lot of fun because i i just sit in this corner of the back room and don't have to talk to anyone for eight hours and I just listen to podcasts the entire time and it is so oh my god it's so refreshing I feel like I'm not even at at work the whole time because that sounds awesome I don't have to talk to anyone like in, in the moments where I leave to go to the sales floor to like hang up the bike or go on my break or something it's Especially the first time is it's terrifying. Like I see a bunch of people and I'm like, ugh, get away! I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> oh, but the most most of it is just, ugh, it's so nice air.
0: Oh, I bet that sounds chill as fuck, dude. Do you get it? You have to like take them out on, like test rides and you're done. Yeah, yeah. You do?
1: I mean, I don't take them outside. Sadly, that would be more fun. But I ride them around like a little bit, just from the back room to the the bikes. Up place. Oh
0: damn! Yeah, I'd either just take it outside or I'd just tear up the inside of the store. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty nice. Oh yeah, it sounds like it. So, uh so what are some of the, the spooky weird stuff that's happened? I guess not spooky. Well,
0: yeah, nothing. Sp- like there, there was okay. So there, there, there was one spooky, and it wasn't even that spooky. It was just like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> so like, I was taking a bathroom break. And we have an employee bathroom in the back. Um, mm-hmm. So I was waiting, and the light was on underneath. And I swore, he's like, normally I'll just, like, tap the knob. And, I mean, like, it, you, you can tell really easily if it's locked or not, so you know it, someone's in there. Without yeah. having to ask and be like, have them be like, oh, occupied. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my bad. And then you have to wait, and then they come out of the bathroom, and yeah. you don't make eye contact because you're <laughs> like, you were just peeing or pooping out your butt. And they're like, I know, and you tried to talk to me. I don't like that. I hate that is what, that is one social interaction that I probably hate the most. <laughs> so I tapped the knob and it was like, but I saw the, light, the that the light was on and I swear, I swear I heard someone in the bathroom. Like I heard footsteps and I heard shuffling and I thought I heard someone like take a paper towel out of the little, the, out of the little dispenser. I was like, okay, someone's in there. So I'm chilling. Like I'm on my phone discreetly, you know, it's like, I'm waiting for the bathroom. Yeah. I can't do anything else. Um, and all of a sudden the like the, the light clicks off and I'm like, someone, uh, someone's standing really still in there <laughs> or maybe they're, maybe they're dropping a Duke and they're just like, you know, like a statue. <laughs> um, so I gave it a couple more seconds and no one came out. So I was like, what the heck? And I walk in there and no one's there. So oh, I was no. waiting out there for nothing, but I swear I heard someone in there.
1: How long were you out there?
0: Yeah, maybe like, I don't know. It was probably like two or three minutes, but it felt like a long time because
1: you know because you had to go to the bathroom,
0: yeah, yeah um so I don't know maybe 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 there's a uh an entity of some sort in the employee bathroom uh, I don't know, but other than that there's been like there was one moment weeks ago um where okay so one of my one of my uh um one of my coworkers, uh, James, he is like a pop singer songwriter, like by trade, like his actual, his degree was for like music and like, um, I guess. Yeah. Like singer songwriter, like pop, like music production kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And he dabbles in a lot of other different forms of art as well. Um, later on, I have his information later on. Maybe we can just like drop like a little shout out to him or whatever. If they want, if people want to check it out, but, uh, He's like an incredible singer. And we were just breaking down the bar in the buffet area one night after the, after the dinner shift. And these people came by and they were chatting and they must have, they must be regulars or something. Cause they knew him. And they were like, you know, can we hear, can we hear you sing something again? You know, like it was really nice last time. And he was like, yeah, sure. And I'm out here, I'm just sweeping the dining room. And all of a sudden I hear this booming voice and he just belts out this like beautiful, like Fully, like, fully in, like, its original Italian, like, opera piece. <laughs> and it, it was one of those moments where every, like, the managers, the people eating, every, like, were, like you just kind of, like, stopped what you were doing and looked at him until he finished. And then everyone just, like, was started clapping and cheering. And, I mean, like, it wasn't a whole bunch of people, you know, because, like, dinner was over. But, like, <laughs> everyone that was out there was, like, cheering. And they, they went up and talked to him. And it was, like, I was, like, that was surreal. Like, I've never had, like, a moment like that before. Um, it was really cool. And then That's fun. I yeah. bet you
1: the, I was going to say the manager probably went up to him and was like, don't fucking sing to our guests. But I guess they probably wanted to do that because it makes people, it's like a, it's a feature of the hotel.
0: Oh yeah, for you sure. Got the singing like, boy. <laughs> this is our jester. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, they, they really do. Like that was something I was told my first day. Um, we were cleaning up and I was chatting with somebody and I was like, hey, you know, like, sorry about that. I got caught up talking to a guest and they were like, no, like, no, like, that's that's the point. Like, that, that's okay. You know, like, that's why we have other people working with you. So, like, you know, if you can't, you get caught up, you know, for a while, you can't do your sweeping because you're talking to somebody. Like, we want you to interact and make them feel welcome and stuff. So, like, talk, talking with guests is really encouraged.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, which is cool because I, you know, I like chatting with them.
1: Is it ever a thing where, like, at Target... I don't know, I feel like people There's a huge emphasis on talking to guests But I feel like if you don't get other stuff done They still get mad at you Even if you were busy with guests Or like, even if they're not actually mad They kind of ask you like Oh, you're still not done with that? And you're like, yeah, I got caught up with this and this and this They're like, okay you're like,
0: "Mm." (laughs) mmm I mean, so far I haven't had that experience I mean, you know, like unless I'm like Then again, I haven't sat and like stopped and talked with someone for like 30 minutes. (laughs) Like if I did, you know, if I did that, then they'd probably be like, hey, you know, try to get, you know, like they'd probably try to get, have me get out of the conversation so I can get back to work. But if it's like a few minutes here and there, you know, like they, they really don't care or they haven't so far.
1: That's nice. Yeah. Um, this is six feet undergrad. It's It's a podcast about college and opera singing hotel people and
0: building bikes
1: yeah and building bikes all right all right all right guys here's our bike building podcast first what you got to do you take it out of the box you take the wheel off the thing you and you take throw all it all up the off. wall yeah and then and once then... it
0: falls to the ground it is a bike <laughs> that, that's and how then it you works. give it to some kid and you're like here kid go ride your bike
1: the hardest part about it is you have to throw it hard enough at the wall and it's kind of heavy so you got to train a little bit to do that but once you once you get it you never let go except when you throw it at the wall
0: I need to see a rocky style training montage of you <laughs> just getting fucking swole and then at the very end you walk into the back room <laughs> Roll your short sleeves up even shorter, and then the music cuts. You just throw the bike at the wall and you walk back out.
1: Is it? Did it work though?
0: Uh, definitely not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so the 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 other thing, there were two other things that I wanted to talk about, uh, for our opener, but we're already past that. But I still am gonna bring them up. First of all. <laughs> I didn't I didn't feel like tweeting about this cuz I just it wasn't the right time. Um, and I didn't have I don't know, it wasn't worth texting anybody about, but I I saw um did you see that whole thing about Drake and Josh? Uh
0: like a few yeah. Weeks ago um, hey Cam, can I can I ask a question, please? Yeah. When is it a bad time to tweet about Drake and Josh?
1: Oh, that's a good point. But this is just the saddest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Like It wasn't even like a, oh, that sucks. I was like legitimately saddened to see that Drake and Josh are no longer friends. Like, did you see the the tweet that Drake sent?
0: Oh, I I saw it all right. I saw it a lot. But, okay, yeah, you you go ahead. You go ahead.
1: It's just so sad. Like, he ended it with, love you, brother. I was like, no, Drake, (laughs) why? Josh was always the (laughs) nice one, and now here he is. Oh, it's
0: so sad. Yeah, okay, it it was sad. Okay, I I was sad. That is, that is like, the most real fictional TV, like, family relationship that I've ever seen. Um, And, like, apparently, like, they stayed really good friends afterwards, but, like, I read up on it, and, like, apparently, like, for the last, like, three, four years, they, like, haven't really talked, and... It was like a small wedding that was like really just close friends of theirs and family, and they're like I don't know if I would like to think that we would never go like this. But if we hadn't talked for three or four years, and you wanted to have a close, small, intimate wedding, would you invite me?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. So, but like, so like I I understand it, but seeing the tweet. Uh, yeah it, it 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 broke my heart for sure, but rip, yeah, well, like before I read into it, I was pissed. I saw that, and I was like, "How could you? <laughs> it was so sad um, but or you one. know after I read about it, I was like, eh, that's whatever.,
1: no, that's fair. you got to get that context I
0: agree though, before I knew about it, I was livid.
1: The other thing I want to talk about is both of us got Nintendo Switches, and uh, I finally got my beloved Mario Kart, and I love that game so much,
0: Eric. It's all you've been doing.
1: It's all I've been doing.
0: You eat, breathe, sleep Mario Kart. You (laughs) bathe with your Mario Kart.
1: I I do. For some reason, it's not working anymore.
0: You sleep with your Mario Kart, and you sleep with your Mario Kart.
1: Uh, Yeah. Like. You know it. Oh yeah, like in a sexual way. Mm. I bed the Mario Kart, getting all
0: up in the sheets with Lakitu.
1: There's a there's a reason my middle name is Carter. What? It, it is actually.
0: No, I, I know it's Carter. The but... reason
1: is because I do
0: the card. Oh man, that wasn't good. <laughs> Oh, I didn't get that one. Well Whoops.
1: Anyway, um <laughs> the <laughs> I I love that game so much, but I'm getting so mad at it because Eric listen to me. Fuck items. Fuck items. They suck. They suck so much. They add nothing to that stupid goddamn game. I hate them. Like, okay, okay, okay. I understand if you're playing with some friends, and and they use items against you. That that's fine. You know that's it's just a little bit of fun to keep your skill levels balanced because maybe they don't play the game as much as you. But but even then, like I play with Riley all the time, and he is not as good as me, and so he'll be in the back, and he just gets fucking bombarded with items when I get hit only a few times. And it doesn't make any sense to me why. It's such a clusterfuck of items in the back when... uh, And, like... Okay. I'm trying to beat all of the mirrored 150cc races um, by myself, like, with three stars against the computer. Because, you know, you gotta do that and then you gotta beat all the 200cc in order to unlock some golden car part or something.
0: Right. Yeah, that's how you get the the golden cart. But...
1: I cannot beat the last cup. I, I, I have all the rest, but the very last cup, the, I think it's the bell cup. I can't beat it because, like, literally, it, it is completely up to chance. Like, I, I, I've done the same races mirrored with no items, and I beat everyone by half a lap. Even if you race perfectly... You can easily just get fucked, and then it, it's completely up to... like Why Why would the computer use a blue shell, which literally, it helps no one. All it does is prevent me from winning. And it's completely up to chance, and there's nothing I can do about it unless I happen to have the fucking horn. Oh my god, it... it
0: <sighs> yeah. So, I mean... I personally don't like okay, I yes, I hate the items. When I'm playing, I hate the items. They're the fucking worst. But I think it's the frequency of the items being used in deluxe. Did you play a lot of it for the Wii U? Yeah, I did. There weren't nearly as many items being used.
1: I mean I guess. I don't know what they did or why
0: they did it, but they just really, really, really fucking jacked it up in Deluxe, and I well, don't you can, know why.
1: You can hold two items in Deluxe. That's probably where it comes from.
0: Mm, yes, that probably just answered my question. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I really just think it's the frequency. Like, the items being there, I don't really mind because, I mean, when you're in first place, like, it sucks that you don't get as many things, but honestly, you get the things that you need. You get a green shell just in case someone overtakes you, and if not, you can always just put it behind you and use it for defense. You get bananas, which you can also just put behind you and use for defense, and you get coins. And coins actually do a lot. Um, so, like, in my opinion, you have everything you need to secure that lead, unless you, unless it's just a super Mario Kart moment and you just get absolutely fucking boned. But it's, it's um, which all happens up to like chance. which happens too much because you can use more items.
1: It does like literally I there are races where I get three coins in a row and then I get hit with two red shells. There's nothing I can do. like I'm just completely defenseless. And I've even had it twice where I had a, I had a horn and then I, I there was a blue shell coming for me and I was like, okay, sweet, I'm finally have gotten lucky enough to have a horn when there's a blue shell coming for me. And literally right before the blue shell gets me, I get hit with lightning so I drop my horn and then I get hit with the blue shell. It's like, fuck off! Like, it doesn't help anyone. Like, I don't... The blue shell especially, fuck the blue shell. It doesn't make any sense because it doesn't help anyone in the back of the race. It only helps the people in second and third. So all it does is fuck me over when I'm in first. And there's no... Like, in, in... if you're if you're in multiplayer like that that's fine because that means that someone in the back gets the satisfaction of fucking you over, but if you're against the computer, what does that do? It just makes it harder for you, and not in a way that's beatable. It's just artificial difficulty because it's all at the chance.
0: Yeah, and I mean i I think, I think that's it. Like I think they put that in there, and I think they're okay with it. You know, because it's not like when you're playing with computers like. They aren't, like, they don't care if... If they're in the back, they don't give a shit. They can't think for themselves. Literally, like, it's not, like, 1v1v1, like, you know, 12 times. It's literally all of them against you. I mean, yeah, it, no. it, it, and if, that's, if that's how they're programmed to behave, then they're just gonna do that. No, so, exactly. like, apparently that's just... They were okay with that kind of difficulty. And um, be. honestly, I don't know how you would make this game... I don't know how you would make this game difficult enough to actually like give you a challenge if you're an experienced player if they didn't do that.
1: You could have faster racers or that have better pathing so that they you know you have to be really good at the race. I, I just wish there was an option to turn off items for the, the Grand Prix because it's just it's just frustrating and not fun. When I'm against the computer and I get fucked over for no reason.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that. I just have kind of, I don't know. I guess personally I've just kind of like come to terms with the fact that that's just like how they wanted to do it. But I do completely agree that it's it's stupid and it's really frustrating. Um, Can yeah, I talk I... about smart steering for a little bit? Sure. Why the fuck do they have that on as a default right when you buy it?
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. It's, I mean, it's, it's easy to turn off, but well, it's also kind of hidden.
0: It it is easy. Yeah, it is easy to turn off, but they don't tell you how to do it. Like, yeah, there's no options menu. Like, they don't give you any sort of prompt or anything. Like, hey, thanks for buying our game. For beginners, <laughs> we put this in as a default setting. If you wish to undo it, do this. Like, nothing is told to you at all. So, and they have the auto accelerate. They have the tilt controls, and they have the the um the smart steering on like mm-hmm. automatically and that can kind of fuck you up or at least like it can I don't know like I, it, it's made to help and it does but it takes away a little bit more of the difficulty that some people want and like in the case of the tilt controls they can just I don't know I don't know for some reason that really rubbed me the wrong way that they just didn't give you a way <laughs> to get out of it I had, I had to look it up online me too it's very odd yeah but still I love that but, game. Uh, I, yeah, other than I, that, fucking awesome game. The online has been surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm 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 really having a blast with it.
1: I for me my my favorite thing about it, and this is why the Switch is a perfect platform for it, is because if like, dude, the Switch is just magical. It's so seamless. Like, mine mine ran out of battery, and then like I plugged it in, and blah 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 blah. It turns back on. And it's at the exact moment that it ran out of battery in the game. Like, it doesn't have to reboot anything. It, it, we're right back in it. And, like, I, I, I love how I can come home from work and keep listening to my podcast and just pick up the Switch and turn it on or, like, wake it up, and it doesn't even have to, like, turn on. It just the screen turns yeah. on, and it's back in the game right away. No loading time, no anything. Still at a decent battery. And I can just, like, sit on my bed. And play a couple races by myself while I'm listening to my podcast. It's so oh, I love it.
0: Yeah, it's uh the, the actual hardware itself and like the operating system. Uh, I guess yeah, I guess that'd be what it's called. Like that is all that that, that all has been like really, really, really high performance. It's been really good, but the accessories. <laughs> oh boy, um, your straps like the 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 little like bumper bars with the strap. Mm-hmm. Are those just tough as shit to get off for you? Yeah, they are. I had to straight like I had to straight up like get leverage on something and pull, <laughs> and when I did, it came off so fucking fast that it took a chunk of skin off my finger. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Did you did you have it unlocked? What's that? Did you have it unlocked? Yeah. What the And hell? it's
0: it, it, it still just wouldn't come out. Wow. It, it like it came out, it slid maybe like half a centimeter and then it would get like stuck. And I had to just pull it, and then it just... And I mean, like, like that. that's probably... Like, that's a bit my... Oh, shit. Just hit my mic. <laughs> I'm getting pissed. I have to punch something. Um, like, I mean, it's probably... It's a bit my fault, because I probably was just holding it in a stupid way, where it didn't nick my finger. But, like, it shouldn't be that hard to take off. Um, I don't know. I usually I, play without like, it anyway. You like, can, but it's uncomfortable, man. I don't know. I feel like
1: it's more uncomfortable with the the with the strap thing because like i feel like i get a better grip on the controller when i my fingers are like more pointed in at the top like it helps me push down on the controller whereas if you have the the little strap thing on it's more i feel like my it's just kind of
0: resting in my hands as opposed to being gripped i don't mm. know yeah i don't know i guess it, it might just feel a little too small on my hands and especially because there's like like the where the where the bumpers are, where the but where the L and R buttons are, since they're concave without yeah. the thing on, like I just feel like they're a little I don't know harder to get to. I mean, if you are if your fingers are pointed, like you said, it's easier. To, you can just get right up in the grooves. But everyone kind of holds the controller different, so I mean, I don't know. As an actual like peripheral, like ha- like their functionality is really good. I just don't like how hard they are to take on and off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a lot to keep track of, you know. Oh yeah, true. A lot of you know, a couple cords, a lot of small, very easily losable parts, and once I get a pro controller, that'll be another thing. So that kinda sucks, but I mean if you get a carrying case, yeah, I, I assume it wouldn't be too bad. Mm-hmm.
1: So minor minor complaint. Yeah, and it's still just it's so impressive how seamless it is. Like literally you take the the Joy-Cons off the thing and then it prompt pops up it's like all right how do you want your controllers and then really quickly you can orient them and whatever and then get mm-hmm. back to playing it's so dope dude i love yeah that thing. it's
0: it's awesome and like you were saying just how quickly it can go from you know like handheld with the grips in handheld with the grips out popping it in the tv you know mm-hmm. like whatever you do like when i showed my dad just like for like five seconds he was just like what and he's just like in out and he's just popping it into the dock <laughs> just to see how quickly it would go back and forth um and yeah it it works really really well it's awesome it's it's, it's a great console
1: yeah it, it's like the first time i've been in love with the console itself like i i thought once i got kind of bored of mario kart <laughs> i thought about selling it I, are you serious? crossed my mind but then i was like i feel like the console has so much potential and it's going to be so nice to have a college where i can like have it in my room and play a little bit and then just bring it to the student center and pop down and play with some other people yeah it just just has so much potential that i just oh i couldn't do it yeah
0: not to mention i think the switch is probably gonna have i don't know so far the games that they're like i feel like they're more suited for you because like you said you love the concept and the idea and the aesthetic of zelda but you just never jive with the gameplay Mm -hmm. breath of the wild seems a little more your speed yeah um you're you're stoked for odyssey i am um, so yeah, I, I think it'd be up. worth keeping it around, man. Yeah, I agree. I definitely want to pick up
1: Zelda first, just because I I need something a bit more serious after having like, like Mario Kart's like the fun party game that I can just kind of chill and play with. so yeah. I need something more like engaging. Oh and For, I, yeah, for, for sure. Okay, well, uh, this this now right here, this is this is now six feet undergrad. I don't even know. How oh, is this is going to be cut, but fuck it. We might just leave the whole thing in. It's been, well, we it's been a, a long time. We could do a double episode, too. Yeah, but we we deserve our our, our friend catch-up time. Yeah, now. you know what?
0: Maybe, maybe we can have, like, a shorter, like, like here, what, like 40-minute what, episode of, like, friendship time. <laughs> and then we can have a, a longer one after that. Because we were able to get in and record, like, really quickly after I got home. So we have time.
1: Yeah. I mean, what, right. if we do another one, what's our cold open,
0: though? Um, our cold open is going to be, um, shit. I was literally just thinking of something earlier. Fuck.
1: Fuck. Ooh, was it Ghost in the Shell?
0: Um, no, but it could be, but actually it couldn't be because I haven't watched it yet. Oh, God damn it, Eric. Hey, man, hey. <laughs> I do need this. Um... Uh, Fucking a.
1: That's fine. Let's let's finish this one up and then you can. All think right. About it. Yeah, we'll think about it.
0: All right. Yeah. This
1: is gonna. I hope you enjoyed that uncut, unedited bonus friendship episode of Six Feet Naked. Rad. Yeah, we are. We are both that naked. That naked and vulnerable opening. I'm I'm naked right now. Um. So is Ricky over there. Mm. We we can't see each other. So it's just sort of like the idea. You know. Hmm. You know what I mean. Hmm. Like it's just the idea that we're both naked that kind of makes it more free, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hope you hope you enjoyed. See you
0: ya... in a bit. Time to roll up those sleeves and kick back. Hard, do it hard. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.
1: Whoa.